welcome to episode nine of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, where Fuzzy Wuzzy is not a bear. Let the chaos begin. This is Chad here. I'm just here to read a couple of reviews that we got on podchaser.com. Kim and the others weren't available, so I'm going to read them to you. We got two reviews. The first one is five stars from Evie, and it says, like many beginning podcasts, it starts off rough, but most issues are quickly resolved within a few episodes. The humor and banter between characters are well worth it, and by episode eight, it sounds like a professional podcast. Ooh, high praise. It's a fun, hilarious romp through space. Keep up the good work, guys. Thank you for the review, Evie. It's, that means a lot to us. And the second review is from Lowengrin, and it says, Highly amusing, infectious laughter, good stuff. So remember to rate and review us, and we will read your review on this podcast. Enjoy the show. A crew is in trouble. In the process of escaping from the planet Capra, the shuttle sustained heavy damage. And Gideon is unconscious in a cryotube thanks to Flossie administering what she calls first aid. Now the crew has to decide what to do with the stolen cargo and the new passengers they picked up. And find a hospital for Gideon. Hey guys, we've been doing this for two months. Woo! Yay. Woo! We're like, I don't know. I don't know what that means. But we've been doing this for a long time. So because of the way the last episode ended, we have a couple of loose ends to tie up. So we're going to go ahead and do that. We're probably we're not going to start with a jump point. We're just going to finish up those loose ends for uh, story purposes. So where we last left off, Flossie and Ren were were bonding over uh, the scotch that Flossie has been hiding. Having a good time. Yeah. Good times and booze. It's always good. And so you've been burning for a couple of days. You outran the Unidor vessel. They broke off their pursuit because there was no way they were going to catch you. Yeah, we're badass that way. Possibly. And uh, let's see. You have some uh, passengers on the ship. Uh, You have a cargo of the rare unobtainium plant. We don't have much of it, as I recall. No, the rest of it got scuttled with the submarine. Hand wavium. Hand wavium. That's what? Okay. Unobtainable. That's something else. Yeah, that's, that's something that's else. Entirely right. different thing. Entirely it was different. unobtainable, so. Right. It was the unobtainable hand wavium. Yeah. And let's see. So we're burning. You uh, bonded. We're headed towards a jump point. Let's start with uh, Dr. Arthur Ezekiel. So the scene opens with Dr. Zeke in the comm station looking at the, the holographic image of his uh, you know, lazy-eyed higher-up. Uh, whose name I've completely forgotten. That's okay. And he is congratulating you on a job well done because you actually did manage to destroy half the cargo. <laughs> That's right. You're welcome. Um, so here's the video footage. Of all the cargo was on this submarine, and we rigged it to explode. I like the nice flower pattern. You know, we, we try to style and substance here on, on board the Irritated Badger. You're welcome. 
Yeah, that's nice. So actually, uh, Dr. Ezekiel gains a favor from uh, Megatri Corporation, which you can either keep for yourself or pass on to another member of the crew since it was a group effort. Can I keep it for myself for now and pass it on later if needed? Uh, you could potentially use one of your favors to buy off another player's debt, so it would work that way. Um, I'm going to let Flossie have a favor from Megatry. All right. That's a horrible idea. I know. It's it's James. No, no. Chart this up with rolling dice. Just don't do it. Well, I guess it's already written down, so it's happened. I, I get a favor from Megatry. Megatry. Rock on. All right. Let me write that down. And as you finish, you step out uh, where the, the crew has gathered into the galley, along with uh, your four passengers, as Darla, Cletus, and two other uh, farmers from Planet Capra that you rescued. Billy Joe and Bobby Sue? Sure. Billy Joe, Bob, and Bobby Sue. There we go. There we go. Well, Ren was we finding found somebody. I, that's public domain by now, isn't it? As long as it doesn't become the Donner Party. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Stop staring at Ren. What the hell? Mandatory cannibal joke? Check. <laughs> I'm glad we got that out of the way at the beginning of the episode. Yes. Thank goodness for that. So Dr. Ezekiel walks into the galley where everyone is assembled, except for Gideon, who is still in cryostasis. He's been awful quiet lately. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> if he started Do we need no- to defrost him? Can't we just leave him there? If something breaks, we'll want his expertise. Yeah, but then we can get him out. Right? Which means we need to cure his... Well, I mean, technically he's not dead, so like you could read his mind and figure out what we need to do, so we really don't need to no, ever wake him up. He's... But I know, but if he's locked and sealed in there, I can't touch his head. I have to touch his head to do that. that I'm sure bad. there's a way. I'm sure there's gross. a way we could make it so, you know, things will work. That can't be that hard. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe when we get to the hospital. Okay. So which you, hospital are we going to? We're, we're going to deal with that in a minute. So we're going to deal with this first. You walk into the galley and you you step in and there's all of your guests there and the rest of the crew minus Gideon. You're, I mean, Wade is part of the ship, so he's there too. And you all are discussing what you're going to do with your passengers. So who wants to start the talks? Space them. Wait a minute. Are they, <laughs> no, are they are in the room with us though? Yeah, we were getting them out of there. I yeah, think. you agreed to get them off planet because that's what they wanted. You, but, but I we think can't we also t- agreed to deliver them safe to like a space station or something. Right. Which means we can't space them. Are they in the room with us yes, listening to us talk is what? Yes. The, what we're, we are role playing this out right now. So if anybody says space them again, you're, the passengers are going to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I was just joking. I don't really want to space you all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hentall's theory is women and children first, right? <laughs> Touche. So Darla starts the talks with, all right, so you guys promised us that you'd be leaving us somewhere safe. So where are we going? And we what are you going to leave us with? I mean, we left kind of in a hurry. We didn't really have any supplies or anything with us. All we got are the clothes in our back. 
and the hand wavium that you stole. Are you going to let us keep that cargo? Half. Yes. Most Half? of it. Half? Half. Half of it. Fetches a pretty penny. Well, considering the, the majority of it was sunk into the ocean, yeah, it's probably worth a lot by now. All right. That works. Where are we going? Did you have plans for a place that you were going to? Someplace away from Megatry and the Unidor. I know a place with no Megatry or Unidor. And a hospital where we can fix up Gideon whenever we want to. And other ships go there you could catch rides on. True story. Well, don't leave us hanging. Where are we going? Oh, this is part of your uh, your backstory, isn't it, Flossie? Bum, bum, bum. It is indeed. So describe this hospital, uh, Flossie. Uh, okay. So um, the planet that I have in mind uh, is called Afrivis, and it's not too far away from here. Um, and there's a uh, modern hospital available with a very talented surgeon on staff. So tell us about the planet Afrivis. What what type of what is there like a specific climate? What what is the typical what is the prevailing feature of this planet? It is a um, planet of mixed uh, species. Um, there uh, were a few different um, alien to us species uh, already there and it was colonized by humans uh, that were actually welcomed um, and the humans and uh, one of the um, native species are actually compatible and uh, so they have been intermixing for a very long time all right so that's interesting and there is a hospital on this planet yes um, it's very advanced so it'll be a great place to uh, take care of Gideon. Great. Kill two birds with one stone. Exactly. But hopefully not anything actually dying, though. And so you can drop, you can go to the hospital, uh, Gideon can get medical treatment, and your passengers can take half of the cargo and probably use that to get charter on a ship and start new lives. Absolutely. Um, and I think that the hospital might actually want to purchase uh, some of said cargo because it's uh, very useful oh, that's in the medical good. environment. Good thinking. Okay. So is the whole crew in agreement with this arrangement? That works. I mean, going to a hospital, I'll just let somebody at Megatry know, by the way, going here, so let's sell them some stuff. Can't we I'm just a- let them know afterwards? Okay. Which part of pharmaceutical sales rep wasn't clear when I signed on to this crew? It was the sales rep part that was unclear to me. Pharmaceutical, I got. Half a picture. How are you going to give us half information, bro? This is your failing. See the Megatry logo prominently on that I'm desperately trying to cover up in the presence of the the dirt farmers here? Oh, they know. It's been days. I know. They don't care. You help them. Right. Anyway, so so the Megatry obviously is there, which means I'm a pharmaceutical something. So how you didn't know about pharmaceuticals is your problem. Sales rep, yeah, I just haven't had a chance to sell anything except we we were at the mall for Christmas. So we're just gonna we're gonna do a, a jump cut through the jump point, and you guys are going to what was the name of the planet again? Ephrevis. The planet Ephrevis. 
So jump cut to the planet of Freevis, and we get this this scene of the irritated badger just kind of like flying in into orbit and landing at the spaceport, which I'm assuming would be close to a hospital. Makes sense. Yes, naturally. And the your passengers and the cargo and you guys and uh, I guess Gideon. Who okay? Who is pushing the cryopod? Towards the hospital. Uh, Are you seriously going to make us roll for that? No, I'm not making you roll for it. Okay, good, because that was terrifying. We're going to strong arm (laughs) Ren into doing it. A strong arm, the one with the strong arms? Yes. Okay. So, uh, Ren, you are pushing the cryo chamber out of the ship where, I mean, there is a, a medical ambulance waiting to pick it up and take it to the hospital. Oh, that's convenient. Okay. Right. And, uh, you know, we'll say this thing has repulsors, so it's easy. It's just, it's a lot of pushing nobody else wants to do. Yeah, well, typical. <laughs> so Gideon is going to be brought to the hospital. Is anybody uh, following? Is anybody going in the ambulance? I uh, shall tag along and to the ambulance. <laughs> he's from the south. It's how he pronounces things. And you just noticed that's how he's been saying ambulance this whole time. Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> Well, how many times has he said ambulance? Like twice so far, I think. Two yeah. or three times this episode. <laughs> what are we riding in again? So Hensall rides in the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. I'm American by birth and Southern by the grace of God. So I I will go. Okay. So um, it sounds like Flossie so and that I can. Yeah, because I, I know people here. And so. I can negotiate prices. Yeah. Oh, there we go. So Flossie knows people here, mm-hmm. Hintal. I don't actually care about Gideon. I just don't want to spend well, too much money. that's good to know. <laughs> so what, Are you going to? Yeah. Okay, good. Coming along for the ride. What is the doctor and uh, the bounty hunter doing? This is a civilized area, right? Yes, it is. Oh, you know what? You know somebody here. Yes. Um... Because you have that skill yes, that we've I, never used before. We've never needed it. Well, I, we, I'm not sure we need it now. I can just introduce a dude, though. Okay. Or do that. So you have a sexy. skill. What's the skill called? It's called contacts. Contacts. You have a contact every place you go. Thumbs up. All right. Yeah, so you can either you can either describe somebody now or later on uh, if if it comes to that we need it. It'll. We'll do this later on, but. But I also have the marketing skill. When we arrive in a civilized area, I can choose a type of market and easily find that kind of market here between elite, secretive, and motivated. Okay. Oh, so you're going to use this to move that cargo? Yes. Good. Because these are um, stolen goods, we're going to go with a secretive market. Okay. So there is a black market and if i'm going there i'm taking rin with me for protection (laughs) that works out really good and uh the passengers what are they doing we we don't need them anymore right well they need their cut well yeah here there's their cut okay so you give them the cargo and just leave them to their own device half you're right, half the cargo. All right, so seeing as how the price of the cargo went up exponentially uh, during the explosion, we'll say that splitting the cargo in half gives you both with a class one cargo, since it was a small crate anyway. 
and what you could fit on uh, Honey Badger 1. That's a sizable ship. You could fit a lot of Okay, but it all adds up to a class one. Well, half of it is a class one. The whole thing together would have been a class two. I thought you said a class one each. Oh, but, if yes. it was- but between the NPCs and the PCs. Yes. Okay, so we don't eat. Okay. So we'll start with, uh, well, we'll start with Dr. Ezekiel. So it sounds like you want to do a barter move. Yeah, my, maybe. I don't, do we need anything, guys? No, we stole the part we needed from Yankov Armor Schmidt. What you could also do is you can barter, you can go up, you can get a higher class of cargo that you can use later for acquisition rolls. Which acquisition rolls you can use for an item or a service. Right. Um, such as hospital care. I I got in on that. Okay. Okay, so... Do you want to try to turn this class one cargo into class better than one cargo? <laughs> also, since the cargo that you have is stolen, it might be a good idea to get rid of it. Okay, fine. Switch it for something a it's little more It's not technically stolen. It's just not really destroyed. Maybe maybe mark it as black market, the class one, this particular class one cargo as black market goods, just so that if we do acquire more class one cargo before we get rid of this class one cargo, we know which one is stolen and which one is not. Sure. Okay, are you giving me a barter roll? Yes. Okay. Who who are we bar- bartering with? The we're, black we're, market. The, the, the black market. Just the black market. I don't know. Yeah. Um, actually, actually, Steve, oh, you tell uh, us. This is uh, Jamie Hoster. Okay. And what is an interesting personality quirk that Jamie has? Uh, Kim, what is an interesting personality quirk of Jamie Hoster? Jamie. Um, has a very noticeable limp. You know where to find Jamie. It, 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 if it's last time, it was stutter. So, <laughs> which we didn't even go with. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> if the limp is part of his personality, like think Lieutenant Dan or House, perhaps or House, it makes him very cranky. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. All right. So he's. <laughs> oh, it was the limp that made him cranky. I totally misread that show. <laughs> <laughs> the the pain. Right. 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 Yeah. It was the pain. It was the okay. Yeah, totally. So the he pain. got he got wounded in some way and he's very bitter about it. Yeah. Back in um somewhere, somewhere between House and <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. We'll call it his name is even Jamie Ho- This is so so perfect. Jamie Hoster. All right. So you meet your your old friend Jamie and he he uh, limps his way over to you. Jamie, and, you know, good firm handshake. Like, hey, Arthur. Yeah. So uh, I have some goods I need to maybe trade off for it with you. All right. So how much have you been following the uh, hand wavium and then the, the war on... Uh, God, what's the name of that, that place? We haven't named the planet yet. We just know that the species on that planet is called the Lidu. Can we call right. the planet drugs so it would be the war on drugs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but it's got a cool sci-fi name. Like it's uh, like DR, like three U's yep. in GS. So it's pronounced drugs, <laughs> but it looks like droogs, like, yeah. like a Clockwork Orange reference. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Right. So the the war with the Lidu between the Lidu and the infected. Yeah, I know that. about that. I don't know what what hand wavium is. New wonder crop that was that was only found on planet Cabra. Oh. Okay. Well, I have a half ton of it. 
Really? I'm thinking. I uh, so so. Here's where I was thinking. So we we had a planetary, like just a huge amount that was the planetary harvest, right? It's very dense. It's packed. You know, vacuum sealed. Yeah, like when you know, like the the Coast Guard makes a bust, and you right, see those like right. cryo sealed. I'm, I'm yeah, just, like that. I'm just picturing running from the 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 Unidor and the exploding <laughs> submarine, hand carrying a ton, a metric fuck ton of this goddamn. No, plant. no, two tons because no. oh, we have half. No, half a ton. No. We have, oh no, you we said half, half a, ton. a ton. Man, that's so, not nearly as fun. Okay. Right. <laughs> and repulsor technology is a thing, so you can just slide it out into the ship. Exactly. Why do you think you guys took so much damage when the ship was moving around? <laughs> but so we had we had a planetary harvest, half of it went missing. We blew up most of it. We're left with a ton. We gave half of a ton to Who's it's to start off their brand new life, and we kept a half ton for ourselves. All right. Let me let me make a few calls and see right. you know, if anybody's interested in this stuff. Do you uh, you brought it with you, right, Steve? I brought some of it with me. Okay, so he takes He's it, carrying around a half. Ton. <laughs> yeah. It's in my right pocket. Hang on a second. Just a second. Let me you pull this super, out. You see, we have spatial compression technology. It's definitely not a bag of holding. <laughs> you guys, I mean, you've done this before, so you leave the cargo on the ship and he can send his men to come pick it up. Yes. So you give him the sample. He looks at it. He goes. He makes a few phone calls. Some time passes. And let's see. Give me a barter plus cargo roll. So this is a class one cargo. So roll 2d6 and add one to it. Best of luck. Oh, God, he's rolling. Nine. Oh. I mean, it's not a great, it's not a complete so success. So you swap it. You He actually, uh, you trade it and get a good deal for it for a class two cargo. However, let me, let me pick something uh, interesting here. Uh, you know what? We'll just say that the legality of the goods is dubious because this is a black market uh, contact. Not quite as obviously stolen as a half ton of hand wavy. Right. So it's a lot more valuable stuff than it is very illegal. So what would be something good? Uh, James, what would be something good that matches that description? Mm. We're also going to keep it. It's it's illegal for the right reasons because it's morally dubious. There are um, animals on a nearby moon whose... Uh, like their tusks, their ivory. It's not ivory. It's a different thing. Give me a name of something different than ivory that sounds equally valuable. Uh, sputum. Sputum. There we go. Dent, dent. Ew. <laughs> oh no, we're sticking with sputum. It's glorious. So these animals' horns are made out right of word. sputum, um, and it's super valuable. Very rare. Um, I heard. I heard the South loves it a lot, especially in their so ambulance. <laughs> So, or is the animal called a sputum? Oh, God. <laughs> Either it's way, everywhere. It's, a sputum whale? It's heavily controlled animal parts. Okay, so parts from maybe an endangered species yes. that are highly valuable, however, are extraordinarily illegal to traffic. Oh, God, yeah, because okay. they're going to die, and it's sad. All right, so that you make the exchange, uh, Jamie's guys take it off of the irritated badger and load the sputum dent in whatever onto the irritated badger. 
So we have the animal parts, but not the animals. No, it's just the parts. That's why it's morally dubious and illegal. Because they have to kill a the lot of cute little animals it. died for this. <laughs> Mini Bothans died to bring us this cargo. <laughs> <laughs> Valhalla goes to sleep. You on look top confuzzled. Of the, uh, cargo. Crate. I'm not confuzzled. Okay. She looks a little horrified, maybe. Yes, Ren doesn't like this at all. We're not going to tell Ren the truth. Well, no. We're going to have to there. tell Ren the truth. Well, no, you're in the ambulance. Well, so, no, okay. No, well, well, wait, oh, guys. Guys, so this is this is dramatic tension between two <laughs> characters. So what happens? Ren, you, you are opposed to this, and the deal has already been made. So what do you do? So, Doctor, what, what are we doing with these goods? I figure we'll just trade them later for something we need. But we needed to be rid of the hand wavium. It is worse for us to have that because we're not going we're not going to be shot out of the sky if we're caught with I, I think I would rather be shot out of the sky doing something more ethical than Okay, let me, I'll talk to Jamie and see if there's got Jamie. Yeah, boss. Okay, so we might have an issue with the uh, with the cargo you gave us. Uh, sorry, all sales are final. Just say it, Sputum Denton. <laughs> say it. I want to throw up every time I think of Sputum Denton. <laughs> 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 you don't like it. You can find somebody else to sell this to, but I'm not giving you this, uh, this boss, like I oh, said. No, 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 no. I don't want to trade you back. Just do you have something else instead of processed animal part? You trying to sell it back to me? <laughs> we have to take it. Sorry, man. You're going to have to go to another market. All right. Full up. Listen, I promised. Next next place we get, <laughs> we'll get rid of this stuff. All right? But it, that doesn't fix the problem that it happened. What, what do you want me to do? Just throw it into the ocean? No, because then it would be in vain. Maybe we could do something good with the proceeds. Okay. Sure. And I'll let you two stew on that. Save as we, the sputum whales. Oh, Lord. As we jump to the hospital. You two. So Flossie and Henshall uh, ride the ambulance to the hospital. <laughs> with the beat popsicle. I am not going to change for you. Sorry, man. With With Gideon affectionately known as the meat popsicle and you get off and the EMTs and everything are unloading the cryo chamber. Uh, he is in cryostasis. So once they see that he's fairly stable, uh, it's not like there's like a mad rush to get him to an operating room, but he is offloaded and various doctors are looking at the readouts. Some of which are looking at the readouts, looking at their data pads and shaking their head. Like it's, they're having a hard time wrapping their head around what exactly happened to this cryotube. Um, excuse me, excuse me, doctor. Uh, yes. Um, is Doctor Zamael here? Uh, yes, I believe so. Okay, can you can you get him, please? Uh, I'm busy with this cryotube. He's that a meat seems popsicle. Seems to have malfunctioned in some some regard. Oh, it's what? fine, really. Uh, can when you send is, a nurse to get him? When is the last time this tube was serviced? 
What I it was made. don't know. The person inside the tube is the one who would know that. So, hmm. can you get him, please? We can have him paged. That'll work. And so he, the doctor, says something into his little wrist cuff. And time passes. And describe the doctor that approaches you as uh, Gideon is... Well, his cryotube is being prepped for extraction. You got uh, so let's describe where you are. So you are kind of in the emergency room area where there's you know lots of beds, open spaces. There's a lot of glass screening. I'm, I'm picturing since you said this is a pretty high tech hospital in a science fiction setting. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing that there's, there's pods, each yeah, individual there, there's pod. Pods. There's mm-hmm. people in the pods. There. Right. They're maybe in capsules where there's like glass mm-hmm. covering them, and on the glass is all these various medical readouts right. that you can just see, and, and doctors can come in, press things, and manipulate, administer drugs as needed right. for stabilization. Okay, so Gideon is wheeled into an empty cubicle. Uh, he is he's connected to some machinery that has little AR displays just kind of pop up, little holographic things monitoring his vital signs. And anybody with any kind of medical knowledge would know that they're not the most stable vital signs, even for somebody in cryosleep. So now describe the doctor who approaches you that you asked for, and why did you ask for this person? Uh, So this doctor, uh, his name is Linus, uh, and he is Flossie's uncle. And uh, he's um, in his late 50s. and he is a very talented surgeon, and he has been um, he's been a part of this hospital since it was built. And Hental, you're present too, right? Yeah, we're there with uh, with Gideon as he's being wheeled into the the cryopop chamber. I don't know what to call it. And for some reason, you're getting a sense of familiarity from this person. Why is that? Um. Mainly due to the fact that uh, we each have symbiotes, and they were uh, we were involved in a past host's life. So and we just kind of the symbiotes give off kind of an aura to each other, whether be it pheromones or psychic imprint or something. Yeah, so somehow or other, symbiotes can detect each other. Yes, in different hosts. That is that is an accurate statement. And for some reason, Flossie's uncle is the host for a symbiote. Yes. Okay. So not awkward in any way. So the uncle what what no, is No, not at all. What is your uncle's name again? Linus? Linus, that's right. So Uncle Linus, Dr. Uncle Linus comes up to Flossie, recognizes Flossie. He's excited to see you. He's like, Flossie, he gives you a hug. Hey, I missed you so much. Oh, I missed you too. How have you been? Pretty good. And, Pretty and, good. And while you're hugging, uh, Doctor Uncle Linus looks up, sees Hental, and you both have that that look that you recognize Awkward each stare. other. <laughs> what? What, Uncle Linus? What is it? Uh, um, it's uh, not Hental. No, we're good. Yeah. So. No. We'll we'll. We'll discuss later, but importantly, you have a... Who's in the cryotube? Who is this? This is our friend Gideon. Can you... What can you do? So he looks at the, the readouts and everything, 
and looks at you and says, when was the last time this cryo tube was serviced? Well, if you wake him up, then we'll know. Okay. That's we'll his job. It has been a very long time. This, this cryo tube has malfunctioned. And it has not kept him as stable as we would like. So we're going to, this is going to be pretty touchy to extract him from this. Okay. Um, what happened? Well, it's kind of complicated. And we do a jump cut to where you just bring Dr. Uncle Linus up to speed. Right. <laughs> okay. So a montage goes by with Flossie talking and explaining and waving her hands and miming explosions and CPR and, and things like that. All the fun things. And then it stops and Linus is, oh, I see. Exactly. So can you help him? I can see what I can do. Uh, this may take some time, so I don't know uh, how long you and your crew planned on staying. Is this, he looks over at, at Hental and says, is, is this all of your crew? No, there's two more. Two others. Okay. So you might want to talk to them and discuss if you guys are going to stay. This may take a couple of days, and depending on what condition he is when we extract him, we'll have a better idea. We definitely have a couple of days. Okay, well, no that's doubt. good. You, sh you should gather your crew and let them know what's going on then. Okay. If you, I mean, well, I know you have your ship and everything, but if you'd like to have a place to stay, you know our home's always open. I I planned on it. I'd love to see you all. So you just assumed that we'd, oh, okay. Well, that's family for you. Rude. Yes. I've missed you. I haven't seen you in, I, miss you. I don't even to, know how long. We need to catch up. So why don't you go, go, um, go talk to, we have a, uh, a com port over there. Try to contact your crew and see if you can get them here. We can also put them on the visitor registry, kind of approve them to, to come in and see Gideon when he Perfect. gains consciousness. Okay. We'll do. Okay. So Flossie walks off and Linus <laughs> looks over at Hental. What are you doing here? I'm a doctor now. What are you doing here? I'm a pilot now. It's been a long time. Yeah, it really has. Well, this is kind of awkward. I was not expecting this this morning. You and me both. Yeah. So how, how, how long has it been? Oh, is time not, not as important for us, is it? No. Oh, three, four hosts? Has it been four hosts? I know I've been through at least five. I think I hit four. You've hit I think four? four. I think this is, yeah, four I would go with on me. Ooh. So you're flying my niece around. Uh, uh, my apparently, hopes niece around. Who also is a psychic. You wear that too? Yes. Okay. All right. She also, well, I guess Flossie. Uh, Linus, you, you're aware of Linus's symbiotic nature? Yes, Flossie okay. is completely aware of that. Okay. So uh, Linus looks over at you and says, yes, yeah, she she knows what I am. You trusted her that much? Of course I do. She's my niece. Fair. Yeah. And she Fair has enough. some of the gift, too. That's true. So Linus looks over at you, and I'm 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 feeling like there's some kind of, like, is there is there, for, for Hental, for your, in your... Uh, from your perspective of things, is this awkward? Is this not awkward? Just un unexpected. Um, 
Linus's symbiote and Hentol's symbiote were, uh, well, you know, partners, mates, whatever you want to. Okay. Like, you're, not really. You said that your hosts were involved. So I guess for symbiotes, no, that's. No, not the hosts. The symbiotes were involved. Okay. So our hosts. When you were. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this was unexpected. So is this is this somebody Hentol is happy to see? You still have feelings? Wasn't expecting to see. Okay. That's really it. The, the feeling thing, it's pretty. They come and go over time. You're never okay. really okay. permanently committed to somebody since lifetimes go forever. Right. So I'll I'll let you kind of take the lead on this, whether or not you want to continue discussing or anything. But Linus does say yes. Flossie does know about me. I don't know if you've. I haven't told anyone. Okay. The fourth host for about two years now, maybe three is how long I've been here so far. He's still. We're still merging it's at been, this point. Oh, so you're still. Your host is still new. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. So there's a lot that you don't remember. Still digging out some stuff. This is, also this would be part of the reason that Hental is having such a hard, shocking time with this. It's opening a few floodgates, as it were. So you're in a new host, but apparently I'm still in there. So that's good to know. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm probably going to need to go meditate on this for a while, actually. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. If you uh, you want to continue this conversation, I'll be here. I mean, I'm I'm on a I'm on another rotation, so I should be here for another twenty four hours. Okay. All right. And I'll, I'll, I will do what I can to make sure that your friend here survives the process. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I didn't want to tell Flossie this, but the odds do not look good. Well, if he's safe with anyone, it's going to be in your hands. Thank you. Um, and just a heads up, I don't expect it to happen, but you should be aware we were running from the Unidor. So I, I'm not sure if they're aware of either of us, but if they're looking at me. Well, thanks for the warning. Yeah. We'll deal with that when it comes. Okay, so uh, Linus leaves in order to prepare... Pre- prepare to get Gideon out of here. And Flossie, you go and communicate with the rest of your crew? Yes. Okay, who which one do you call? Let's this is important. Who do you call first? Rin. Rin, your communicator goes off. Hello. Rin, hey, where are you? Um, we are at the black market. Oh, we, we just picked up some the black market's not a building <laughs> we're, we're, at the, we're at the black market it's, it's at neon lights main and third <laughs> we're at the, the black market is next to the white castle <laughs> there's a popeyes across the street and there's a red robin <laughs> uh, the doctor just picked up some horrible stuff that we need to figure out how what to it's do not with. like you you're not listening um, what kind of horrible cargo? <laughs> Christy can't even bring herself to say this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's an extract of some sort. <laughs> 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 Illegal cargo. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of illegal cargo. Sputum. He got sputum, okay? 
Oh, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. So it's the dentin from sputum whales? I, I'm that stuff, that stuff will get us a lot of money. It's disgusting. Well, it's, yes, of course it's disgusting, but it's unethical. True. And I'm not going to have any part in it. So. That's okay. We'll take care of it. No problem. So are you guys going to make mm-hmm. your way over here? Um, I believe once we drop this off, if... If that's what you need us to do. Yeah. Um, so Just load the irritated badger full of sputum. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe Steve just gagged. That was fun. You're an asshole, James. <laughs> I do what I can. Happy to help. Oh, goodness. Thanks for listening to the show. We'd like to give thanks to another dead weirdo, Sulfuric, Peace Loving Games, Tabletop Audio, and of course to all of our fans and listeners. We love you. A couple of announcements here real quick. Uh, we are still soliciting jump points, so if you have an idea for a story seed for us, you can check out our website, chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com, for information on that. And also, the Chaotic Goodness Podcast is looking for artists. If you're interested in drawing a project for us for a commission, please get in contact with us at contact at chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. People of color and LBGQ plus uh, will be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Note to self, if an irradiated man who happens to be like the third copy that you've run into ever tells you, don't go in there, don't go in there. The Redacted Files is an actual play podcast. Ooh, and an actual 20. Is anyone just a little discomforted by the fact that she gets so excited with a natural 20? With tales of horror and suspense. And he wishes you a good afternoon. I go home to the nightmares I will inevitably have. Hold one bad die roll at a time. That's your attack? Yes. <laughs> Stop laughing at us. Visit us at theredactedfiles.com where you can give us a listen or join us in telling the next story. You can investigate or you can go down the stairs. I think we'll go. Do you guys think we'll go? <laughs> I, th- I think we'll go.